With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We have to keep it moving to an offense and a team last year in college football that exceeded expectations. They were crazy good, dropped a whole bunch of points, and a team that also was predicted to be pretty middle of the road ended up exploding and winning a ton of football games, and that is Pitt, the Pitt Panthers last year. Kenny Pickett won the Johnny United's Golden Arm Award, then went ahead and got selected in the first round of the 2022 NBA draft. And now he is playing, ironically, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you look at Kenny Pickett last year, who's gone, by the way, if you get where I'm going here. Kenny Pickett completed 67, almost 68% of his passes, 4,500 yards through the air, 42 touchdowns and seven interceptions, also rushed for 241 yards and five scores. He is gone. He's out of there. And now with that being the case, Oh, Patton Narduzzi. He made a phone call. Mm-hmm. He said, give me that guy from USC. Give, give me, me Slovis. Picked him up in the transfer portal, and now it's Slovis, who struggled with the Trojans coming over and uh, trying to, to, to write his own legacy uh, with this Pittsburgh team. Their win total this year at BetMGM is eight and a half. A lot of people, including some people here in the BetMGM, uh, uh, I guess, uh, atmosphere, think that this team could be the one that exceeds expectations and they're an easy over, but also someone in the studio thinks that might not be the case. So without further ado, Ron, I'll come to you first. Over or under eight and a half wins for the Pitt Panthers this season? Yeah, man. This was when the college football, remember I was waiting for the win totals and I gave this one out immediately. It was nine. And mm-hmm. I said, they're not winning 10 games again this year. And uh, now it's down to eight and a half. I a lot of the people I listen to, the people I like, like Phil Steele, he has that as his number one surprise team. He thinks that they could win double digit mm-hmm. games. He's not worried about them losing Kenny Pickett. I really am. Kenny Pickett, I know not everybody loves him as a pro prospect, but he was the only quarterback taken in the first round, obviously. Take that. But also Phil Steele. It's not even just losing. Yeah, it's not even just losing. I mean, he's, you know, much better at this than I am, I'm gonna be honest. But they didn't only lose Kenny Pickett, they also lost their offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple. And they mm-hmm. put together a ridiculous season last year. They lose the best wide receiver in the country to USC in Jordan Addison, which we only <laughs> found out about a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, he was expected to go, then he goes to the portal and Lincoln Riley steals him away, he steals Caleb Williams away, he steals Travis Dye from Oregon, and they how have like an tough, NFL offense. How tough is that? You take Slovis <laughs> from USC and then you lose your best receiver to USC. That's sick. Yeah, exactly, man. And so they lose Addison, they lose Mark Whipple, they lose Kenny Pickett, and then they play Miami in Miami to close out the season in a game that's most likely going to decide the Coastal Division. Mm-hmm. And I've already hyped up Miami. I played their win total eight and a half. I played them to win the Coastal. I played them to win the ACC plus 625, as we talked about, because I feel like you'll have the perfect hedging opportunity because they'll meet Clemson in the ACC title game. Clemson will be a four-point favorite, minus 175 on the money line. And if Clemson's just a dominant team, you just take them on the money line, get your money back. You know what I mean? But having plus 625 and it's down to plus 500 now for Miami to win the conference is great. Running backs, still pretty solid. They have a bunch of depth. They bring back a bunch of experience. They have the most experience they've had on the offensive line, actually, since the 2018 yeah. season. Yeah. So they're just They return gonna, all five starters yeah. on the offensive line as well. That's the, very major. They're just going to run a new offense this year, and I don't know what it's going to look like. They're going to go from being a passing team with Kenny Pickett pushing the ball down the field 
now to a running team with a dominant offensive line. But losing Addison is huge, even though they do bring back, you know, a ton of experience at the receiver position. Uh, they bring back eight starters on offense. Like you said, the majority of them on the offensive line. Jared though. Wayne comes back as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanata Mumfield, he's also, uh, he joined them through the portal. He came from Akron. He's uh, trying to shore up that position. Uh, as well. So, yeah, they yeah, got some I mean, names. Got the D- D-line's going to be great. They had 54 sacks last year. They really only lose Keyshawn second, Champ. Yeah, second in the nation in sacks. And uh, they only gave up 2.7 yards per carry. I'm not really worried about the defense, other than, you know, the linebackers last year. They brought back that entire unit. They did hit the portal, though. They stole uh, Shane Simon away from Notre Dame, who I loved, and they took a couple other guys away. The secondary. They, they only... got six all-conference selections back in, yeah. on that defensive uh, front. Yeah, dude, they got 15 starters back. They have a tough schedule, though, even the Coastal. So they play Carolina, Louisville, and Miami all on the road. They open with West Virginia, and then they get Tennessee. Tennessee's really tough. And, you know, they're only 2-9 and nine straight up against non-conference Power 5 opponents since 2016, so I don't think they could beat Tennessee. Their conference schedule's not that bad, though. It doesn't feature Clemson, no NC State, no Wake Forest. Those are the three top teams from the ACC. So their toughest games, uh, if you look kind of past that, will be road trips against UNC. You got them in late October. Mm-hmm. And you got Miami. Uh, it's going to be hot to close out the season. Like, you got Miami over there as well. But, I mean, their non-conference is really favorable in, in the grand scheme of things. But you, like you said, though, those other games, uh, or their conference, excuse me, is pretty favorable. The non-conference games will be a test, for especially a team that has a new quarterback and new play caller. Yeah, for sure. I bet Louisville already against them. I think they're going to beat them, too. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're probably an 8-9 win team. I'm not saying they're going to be terrible. I just don't know that they win double-digit games. And that's why I grabbed the under 9. 8.5, I'd probably still play it. Don't love it as much. Um, but, yeah, I, I know a lot of people like Pitt. I think it's going to be a down year. I think it's going to be a little bit of a rebuild. They're running a whole new offense. They're going to be a running team. So I went under. So do you lean more so to the – because I feel like, of course, a lot of the confidence comes because you had that nine. So like you said, you would still probably take the under eight and a half. But still, though, minus 105 value on the under, minus 115 to the over. If you got that original number when the line first came out and you did your – studying of this team and checked up on field still, would you still take the under or would you I'd go take against, the over? Yeah, I'd go against them still. And, okay. I, and, and, you know, I mean, I just, I think Jordan Addison is the best. I mean, no, he's the best receiver in the country. He was last year. Look what he did even as a freshman a couple years back, man. He's so good. Kenny Pickett. I mean, I just, in, in last year, Slovis, I kept wanting to believe that he was a decent quarterback. Not that you, not that USC was going to be a good team. That's just, they were going to stay in some games. That they yeah. were going to beat the opponents that they should. And his he freshman, was a turnover machine. Though. His freshman year success doesn't give you any encouragement that you think he could be better in a different system. I think he could be a lot better in the in the right system because yeah. USC was a disaster last year. But yeah. I just don't like him enough. And I mean, we all I thought we all hated him last year. He, he wasn't very yeah, good. He no, he wasn't. wasn't great. No, he so wasn't. So he, he doesn't move the needle for me. I'm going under. I would still go under eight and a half. I think they're probably an eight and four team. I think Miami beats them. I think Louisville beats them. I. I think West Virginia could clip them, and then I know for sure Tennessee's beating them. I think Tennessee's probably a 9-10 win team in the SEC. Yeah. All right. Ryan. So those are my four losses. Likes the under on Pitt. Trista, what say you? Over or under? I'm like right on the line with it. It's a toss-up for me. Uh, it feels like they that Miami last game of the season at Miami, huge toss-up. I would say Louisville's a toss-up. I don't think that's like an easy loss or an easy win. Yeah. Uh, like you said, North Carolina is going to be a tough game for them as well in Virginia. So it's right there on the line. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't play it either way. I could see them getting I could see them getting 10 wins and I could see them getting seven wins. So in that regard, there's just way too much variance in terms of like what this team can do. And I guess you have to wonder, okay, how good could Slovis be in this new system? How good can they be with this running game and their defense? 
Um, their schedule is somewhat favorable. Can they just win on defense and, and running the ball alone? Maybe they can. I don't know. There's a lot of people that are really high on them too, so that gives me pause about taking the under. Probably wouldn't take anything uh, on this win total at all. It's definitely a rough uh, team to handicap because you've seen like your last uh, impression of them and, and memory of them balling. is when they were balling. And yeah. now I'm looking at them this year. And I guess you're going to find out soon what Slovis has. And I think that's why I kind of lean the under with Ryan, though, yeah. and the grand scheme is that you start the season with a renewal of the backyard brawl, which is yep. a rivalry with West Virginia. It's been on ice since 2011, November 25th, 2011, to be exact. That comes back, and then after that rivalry, which gets renewed to start the season for Slovis, who's picking up a new offense, who has new play calls, yes. has a new system. Then you have Tennessee that just strolls into town right after that. So that's a, a two-game uh, uh, schedule to start the season where you're just like, man, you either have it or you don't. Yeah. Now, you, you you still have a chance to redeem yourself. West At Western Virginia after that, Rhode Island, Georgia Tech, like you've got some, you've got some ability there to— to to maybe Georgia redeem Tech yourself, is a dumpster but, fight. yeah, that's Guys, what I'm saying. Georgia, yeah. If you could find a four, I don't care where you take find it under. with them. Take the under and and did we talk about take, Georgia Tech yeah. on this show? Take your future children's like seriously, all their money and just responsibly. Place it. They're going to be so, have a plan. Have a plan. so bad. But no, I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, I, no, but I, you're I, right. Just, like you got to do it. Though. Slovis, like I hope Slovis has the confidence of of uh, that it's required to run that quarterback position because. West Virginia and Tennessee back-to-back to start the season is not going to be easy. And if you can't grasp an offense uh, that is as complex, that's when coordinators start to get a little nervous. Like, yeah. oh, man, two weeks in and we're, we're not – what we plan for the season is not coming to fruition. We might have to change some things up. So it all comes down to Slovis at the end of the day. I kind of lean the under, but I'm going to stay away. Trista staying away as well. Ryan's favorite play of the year. Couldn't wait to take it. Love it. Hate, hate, hate. Take the under on the Pittsburgh Panthers 8.5 on the win total.